0: This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
3: Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh, now a, a chilly 29 degrees. A man has died as a result of a car pedestrian collision in South Wichita Tuesday night. Police say it happened at the intersection of Seneca and Haskell. A man who lives near the area was walking across the street when he was hit by a Nissan heading northbound. The pedestrian died at the scene. Police say they don't believe speed was a factor. No one has been arrested and the driver is cooperating with the police during the investigation. House Republicans are confident the math will end up in their favor and by January they'll have control of the House. And even before all the midterm results are final. The existing members held a leadership vote.
4: Congressman Kevin McCarthy to be House Speaker. He was challenged by former House Freedom Caucus Chair, Arizona Congressman Andy Biggs, who got 31 votes to McCarthy's 188. McCarthy says he's confident he'll get the 218 votes he needs to be Speaker by January.
2: A majority like this, four people can decide
1: the future whatever it goes. So either we're going to lead as a team or we're going to lose as individuals. And I think at the end of the day, we will lead as a team.
4: Republican House Whip Steve Scalise won election to be House Majority Leader. Congressman Tom Emmer won for House Majority Whip, and Congresswoman Elise Stefanik was re-elected as GOP conference chair. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News.
3: Former President Trump is once again seeking the White House.
0: Former President Trump, in softer than usual tones, accused President Biden of wrecking economic progress since taking office and says a new Trump administration would reverse that.
5: The socialist disaster known as the Green New Deal, which is destroying our country and the many crippling regulations that it has spawned will be immediately terminated so that our country can again breathe and grow and thrive like it should. Mr.
0: Trump also laid praise on Republicans for winning control of the House, saying that Nancy Pelosi, the Democratic speaker, had been fired by voters. One name the hopeful former president did not mention, that of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. In Palm Beach, Evan Brown, Fox News.
3: Kansas voters have narrowly rejected a proposal that would have given the Republican-controlled legislature a bigger say over how the state regulates businesses and gets environmental sets environmental and public health rules. The failed amendment to the Kansas Constitution would have made it easier for lawmakers to overturn regulations written by state agencies and boards under control of the governor and others in the executive branch. The Lawmakers would have been able to revoke a rule with a simple majority vote by both chambers rather than having to pass a bill that the governor can veto. NASA's new rocket blasted off with Three test dummies on board early this morning. The Artemis program is meant to bring the U.S. closer to putting humans on the moon again for the first time since the end of the Apollo program 50 years ago. Fox's Phil Keating reports from the Kennedy Space Center.
0: This flight is uncrewed, but the mission is historic. Blast off, circle the Earth, and then head back to the moon. This mission is all about data, testing the rocket, the Orion capsule, orbiting the moon, then returning to Earth. And all importantly, proving Orion's heat shield works perfectly. The whole mission will last 42 days, so a lot of time in space for what NASA plans to be a whole lot of assessing this decade in the making, a $100 billion mission.
3: NASA hopes to send four astronauts around the moon on the next flight in 2024 and land humans there as early as 2025. Central County Commission meets for the first time today in the Ruffin Building in downtown Wichita. Commissioner Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News. It's
2: our first one that we're going to have in that lower level auditorium there at the uh, at the Ruffin Building. there are at the corner of Broadway Williams where our office is. We're on the sixth floor. Our offices are the county offices. And then, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I don't, I don't think a lot of people understand know that there's a uh, there's a, a, a oh the auditorium it's about not not half the size maybe a little less than half the size of the city council uh, auditorium so it's a it's a nice uh, gonna be a nice setup.
3: Myster commented during his weekly chat with Stephen Ted of the morning on KNSS. Coming up, the biggest convenience store in the world is coming to Texas. KNSS News Time now six oh four. The KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted, now 6.09, nine minutes past six o'clock. Senate Democrats are moving ahead with legislation to protect same-sex and interracial marriage. Democrats are acting now as they face a prospect of divided government in the next Congress. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is planning a test vote on the bill today, betting that at least 10 Republicans will vote with all Democrats to advance legislation to ensure that same-sex and interracial marriages are legally recognized nationwide. Researchers say marijuana may be more detrimental to your health than cigarettes.
5: A new study claims those who smoke marijuana see a higher rate of emphysema and other airway inflammation than non-smokers or those who only smoke cigarettes. The study in the journal radiology showed nearly half of the marijuana smokers whose chest scans were used had mucus plugging their airways, a condition that was less common among the other participants who didn't smoke. It also found bronchial thickening in 64% of marijuana smokers compared to 42% of tobacco-only smokers. A U.S. study indicates about 18% of Americans reported using marijuana at least once in 2020. Rich Denison, Fox News.
3: The popular gas station convenience store chain, Bucky's. Is about to start construction on the largest travel center in the U.S.
5: Groundbreaking is set to begin today along I 10 in Lulling, Texas for a Texas sized institution and the biggest Bucky's travel center the company's ever built, boasting more than 75,000 square feet, featuring 120 fueling physicians, homemade fudge, and Texas barbecue, and the cleanest bathrooms in the country, as it was named in a nationwide contest years back. The new Bucky's travel center replacing one just next door. That opened in 2003 and that's set to employ at least 200 people, all making at least $15 per hour. Bucky's began in the early 1980s, and now with over 40 travel centers across the South. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. KNSS News. Time now, 6:11, 11 minutes
3: past 6 o'clock.
4: Taking a look at traffic right now in the Wichita area, we do have stalled out vehicle. Uh, this is eastbound Kellogg, right around Meridian. As traffic volumes pick up, you might want to watch for a slowdown around that traffic. On 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, brought to you by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire, located downtown at Market and Waterman, and online at Carlstire.com. Your home for complete car care.
3: Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan
0: Holliday. Then. And- good morning good morning yet again another cold start to the day here in wichita it'll be sunny and breezy throughout the afternoon temperatures likely reaching 32 by noontime 37 later on this afternoon dry and quiet weather through tonight hello 23 then partly cloudy and breezy on thursday for the high 42 i'm knss meteorologist and holiday
3: now we have a clear sky 28 degrees it's chilly northwest wind at 14 miles per hour 6:13, Stephen. 10 in the morning here on KNSS. You know, I've been uh, Googling Bucky's this morning, trying to find a news release on on this big, the biggest newest Bucky's they're building in Texas. Um, they said what? Lowing Texas? I, I can't, can't find that anywhere. Hmm. Must be it's on I-10, so it's probably in a suburb of uh, West suburb of Dallas, maybe. At any rate, uh, the, <laughs> the big Bucky's going in. I can talk about Bucky's all day. It's quite a place. Six thirteen, Stephen Ted. Today is Wednesday, November 16th. We had a cool day across central Kansas Tuesday. Wichita's high temperature, 44 degrees. Normal high for the date is 57, so we're below normal. Thanksgiving, just eight days away.
4: Eight days from now, we'll be gathering for Turkey Day. All right, I've got l- Luling, Texas. You find it? Yeah. Is
3: it L-O-W-I-N-G?
4: L-U-L-I-N-G.
3: Luling. Okay. Yeah.
4: Yeah. It looks like it's, uh, wow, kind of south of Austin and a little ways uh, w- uh, east of San Antonio. Really? Yeah, between it's between San Antonio and Houston.
3: Okay, and is that I ten? Does it? Sh- yeah, oh, well, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a long I ten. That's a big east west uh, uh, highway. Okay, well, we'll have to maybe they'll invite us to come down and do our show there from for the grand opening when they get that thing done. That would be fun. On this date in 1907, Oklahoma became the 46th state in the Union. That was so today is Oklahoma Statehood Day, celebrating our neighbors the sooner state to the south. President Joe Biden says it's unlikely a missile that killed two in NATO ally Poland was fired from Russia, but he pledged support for Poland's investigation into what it says was a Russian-made missile. Biden spoke after convening an emergency meeting of the group of 7 and NATO leaders in Indonesia for talks on the attack that killed two people in the eastern part of Poland near Ukraine's border. Yeah, Looks like it's probably not a Russian deal. A Florida judge has ruled that former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn must testify before a special grand jury in Atlanta, the panel looking into whether then-President Donald Trump and his cronies tried to illegally uh, to influence the 2020 election in Georgia. Flynn is to appear before the panel next week. The judge denied Flynn's claim that the special grand jury's probe is a civil matter, so he shouldn't have to testify. Hmm. And last night, of course, big announcement from Donald Trump that he's going to try again for the White House uh, third third time. He's won it once, one for two so far. Um, he's going to do that. Uh, there is talk. Uh, former Vice President Mike Pence will be. He's over the holidays. Has basically said he's going to be noodling the possibility. Of running for the White House. That's another Republican.
4: Well, he just released a book, so yeah, yeah there you
3: go. And then there's the, uh, is he the governor or DeSantis? Is he the governor or the yeah, Senate? Yeah, governor. He's governor of Florida. And apparently, uh, Mr. Trump's been calling him names and whatnot, so <laughs> there's a, there's a couple of guys who may get into the race. Now, this is going to be very interesting over the next, next year or two to see how this all plays out.
4: Yeah, primary yeah. will be a... Yeah. I, I imagine it will be a calm one with nobody going all, you know, crazy or saying anything inflammatory at all. What do yeah. you think? Yeah, it'll be really, really calm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very civil. It'll be a civil yeah, time. that's going to be a very civil uh, You know, We'll refer Republican to each other as, as you know,
3: uh, the former vice president. Or, uh, yeah. <laughs> Not muddle-headed Mike or anything like that. Just, yeah. You know, but, uh, yeah. It'll it'll be really gentle. We have a yeah. kinder, gentler election process. Yeah. Google will have to pay 40 states a total of close to $400 million as part of a settlement over its location tracking practices. The Office of Oregon Attorney General Ellen Rosenblum announced Monday Rosenblum and Nebraska Attorney General Doug Peterson led an investigation into the multinational technology company headquartered in Mountain View, California. It's the largest attorney general-led consumer privacy settlement ever, said the Oregon AG office. More details available on our webpage. KNSSradio.com. What exactly are we referring to here over location tracking practices? In other words, they're pr- tracking you to you, where you're, where you're uh, logging in. Is that it, Jed? Or, no. or are they just trying to track this, figure out what the what you're, what you're all about, so they can sell you stuff? Is that what it is?
4: Right. No, there's mm-hmm. all sorts of that around. Right. I mean, yeah. you've got you've got GPS location on your phones. You've yep. got uh, location tracking that you can turn on and off by the way so just you know try and remember that you know that that phone has that locator in it
3: (laughs) yeah Yeah. okay well that's i think that's one way they they get a hold of our id uh, basics and they they can convince us to do almost anything anyway there you go 618 now Stephen 10 of the morning here on knss and uh it's time for lead off sports dad chambers on the desk today of the ku in action last night in basketball right dad
4: yeah, it was a big one. Number yeah. six, KU, in Indianapolis last night to face number seven, Duke. It was the State Farm Champions Classic, and it was a classic back and forth. Uh Jayhawk-Blue Devil battle right down to the wire. Coming up big for the Hawks late, Wichita's own Grady Dick. Offense and defense, Brian Haney with the call. You heard it last night on 97.5 and 12.40. K-F-H. Here's a step back three by Duke.
3: Misses Wildly. Rebound Young offensively. He'll kick it out and they'll get a fresh 20 seconds. Now Grady Dick pokes yeah. it loose. Out of bounds off of Roach. Grady hasn't done
2: much in the second half tonight, but he gets a hand in there and Dick knocks it out of bounds. Yeah.
4: Now, he might not have done much in the second half up to that point, but wow. Final two and a half minutes. Grady Dick, three huge buckets in a row. And Kansas defeated Duke, 69-64. You're absolutely critical. Begin to begin to wonder: Does it does Grady need to play defense? He sounds like he <laughs> sounds like he's an
3: offensive machine out there.
4: He was doing wow. he was oh, doing God. really well when it came right down to the wire yesterday. Uh, that extends KU's ad, uh, and the nation's longest active winning streak to 14 games. First loss for new Duke head coach John Shire. Next up for KU, a return home to face Southern Utah, and that'll be on Friday. Big news yesterday in Major League Baseball, Kansas City Royals confirming that they plan to build a new baseball stadium. The Royals chairman and CEO John Sherman penning a letter to Kansas City and the fans saying the team is building a new ballpark district and are looking at options in downtown Kansas City or close to it. In the statement, Sherman said renovations the team would like to see at the K are going to cost more, uh, as much or more, than the price of a, uh, than the price tag to develop a brand new ballpark. Kauffman Stadium opened in 1973. The team's lease with Jackson County ends in 2030. Sherman said the Royals will hold a listening tour over the next several months and began a discussion with local, state, and federal officials on funding. Hmm.
3: Interesting, isn't it?
4: Yeah. They, I, I
3: don't think of that ballpark as old. I used to go to Kansas City games in, in Municipal Stadium, which was... Pretty much downtown or to the east of downtown
4: well ni- nineteen seventy three by the time that lease is up, that means it's what over sixty yeah it seems to yeah. be becoming an older stadium yeah, It really is, so we'll just we'll have to see how that uh, how that goes and how much they expect the <laughs> taxpayers pay for yeah, it. how much the taxpayers going to pony up they did say they don't want it to be any more than they're already paying, which kind of a loaded statement when you look at it entirely. I guess maybe it won't be any more expensive than they're paying now, but it doesn't necessarily mean that there won't be taxpayer dollars involved well, in can- that.
3: folks in Kansas City trying to keep up with Wichita and our brand-new stadium, so there you go.
4: And that's true. <laughs> well, not to mention, you know, not to mention talk about the Chiefs maybe leaving that Truman Whoa. Sports Complex, too. Yeah, They really want to hold on to the Kansas City Chiefs so they don't move across the border to Kansas. <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, to Kansas, right.
4: Yeah, they certainly don't want that to happen. Uh, more sports news. Emporia State University, uh, admittedly I'm a little biased here, announcing their seventh postseason appearance in ten seasons yesterday. The Hornets will play Southeastern Oklahoma State in the Farmers Bank and Trust Live United Bowl December 3rd at Razorback Stadium in Texarkana. It was a good season for the Hornets. ESU coming off an 8-3 and three season. Excellent stuff there. And the Wichita Thunder announced yesterday that uh, goaltender Evan Bitenheis has been named the Warrior Hockey ECHL Goaltender of the Week. The third time in his career he has received that weekly honor. Bitenheis went a perfect 3-0 with a 2.29 goals against average in three appearances last week. Wichita returns to action Sunday afternoon at 4.05, hosting Kansas City at Intrust Bank Arena. That's sports on Stephen Ted in the morning
3: six twenty two now keep it here for Doctor Sanjay Gupta lesson the stress in your life that's coming up with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS <music> Stephen Ted in the morning ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS six twenty six here on this Wednesday morning three big things. Republicans are choosing leaders for the next Congress. Donald Trump confirms it. He'll run for president again. Pedestrian struck and killed by a car at Seneca at Haskell in South Wichita. Three big things with Stephen Ted on KNSS.
4: Traffic right now in the Wichita area. Well, we've still got that uh, uh, stalled out vehicle eastbound Kellogg right around Meridian. Traffic volumes pick up. You might want to watch for a slowdown there. It does look like right now on the highways, traffic volumes are just starting to pick up, only seeing a couple of places where the volumes are starting to get fairly high out there right now. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny and cool today. Chilly with a high of 38 degrees.
3: Now a clear sky. Northwest wind at 14 miles per hour and 28 degrees. The Monarch in Historic Delano, featuring seasonal handcrafted cocktails, perfect for the holiday season. Menu and info online at monarchwichita.com. dot com. One person is dead after a house fire in Hutchinson. That story and more news on the half hour. Steve ten in the morning on KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. 6.30 here on a Wednesday morning and a frosty 28 degrees. One person is dead after a house fire in Hutchinson Tuesday afternoon. First responders were called to 4506 East Avenue G. They found a a two-and-a-half-story home with heavy smoke showing from the front. People at the scene told firefighters someone was inside the house. The person was found by firefighters and life-saving measures were attempted, but the person was pronounced dead. The victim's name has not been released, a dog is expected to survive. Poland is stepping up security as an investigation begins after a missile they say crossed over the Ukrainian border, killing two. Our empathy, sympathy goes out to so apparently two people were killed and uh, and then we're going to collectively determine our next step as we investigate. And proceed.
5: Canada, Spain, Italy and France. Just some of the nations meeting with President Biden Wednesday to discuss next steps. Biden also spoke to Poland's president over the phone earlier to express his condolences for the loss of life. Also promising U.S. support in the investigation. It's still unclear if the missile was launched by Russia or Ukraine, but it's the first time fighting has spilled into a NATO country, leading to heightened tensions. Russia is denying responsibility, while Ukraine alleges Moscow is now deliberately threatening its neighbors. In Bali, Jackie Heinrich, Fox News.
3: Sedgwick County Commissioner Pete Meister tells KNSS News he's pleased with last week's election in the county.
2: It was really nice, you know, maybe a 10 or 20-minute wait. I think, you know, the, the day... The early day that Monday that it that it for early voting that one had the the, the longest wait that I'm aware of right at noon because people procrastinated till then but overall on that Tuesday I think it went went very well and so I credit uh, kind of credit the citizens that came to the to the rescue so to speak.
3: Meitner commented during his weekly chat with Steve Ten Ted in the morning on KNSS. According to Wichita Police, the highest accident location in the city of Wichita is. Kellogg and Seneca. Because of this, they will be stepping up traffic enforcement there. Officers will be focusing on the area and will be issuing citations for speeding, failure to yield, and red light violations and inattentive driving. In addition, they will also ticket for handing out uh, money to panhandlers in the area. Officers will be policing the area until the end of the year. Vice President Kamala Harris is following in the president's diplomatic footsteps with the G20 wrapping up, she's left and off to a key Far Eastern
4: summit of her own. The Bangkok riverside illuminated by fireworks and a light show to tell you that Thailand is ready and eager for the apex summit. It's an annual event for countries on the Pacific Rim. Usually national leaders attend, but President Biden will instead be at his granddaughter's wedding. The White House says Vice President Harris will underscore U.S. commitment to the region. This will be the first in-person APEX since the pandemic, and helping its members recover economically is high on the agenda. Jonathan Savage, Fox News.
3: Three people and 53 dogs survive a plane crash on a Wisconsin golf course. First responders say they expected fatalities
5: when the twin-engine plane crashed on the course of the Western Lakes Golf Club. But to their surprise, all human and canine occupants walked away on their own two or four legs. The plane went through a marsh and a fairway, slammed
2: into a tree, and finally stopped near the fifth hole. The plane was delivering the dogs to the
0: Wakisha Humane Society. The cause is under investigation. Gary
3: Baumgarten, Fox News. All right, let's take a look at the forecast now with KSS staff meteorologist
0: Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Another colder air mass has moved into Wichita in south-central Kansas, driving temperatures down a little bit more today. After a cold start to the morning, we will be breezy through most of today with a high 37. Clear overnight, Telo 23. It'll be partly cloudy through much of Thursday with a high 42. I'm KNSS Meteorologist, Dan Holiday.
3: And a clear sky now, 28 degrees. We have a northwest wind at 14 miles per hour. So yeah, if you're heading out the door this morning, you may need a little bit more in the way of uh, a jacket or a coat or a wrap. I've dug out my leather jacket that I like to wear, and uh, for this morning, it's doing fine. But my hands are getting cold. I better start wearing gloves too. Um, for the next couple of days, looks like it's going to be chilly overnight, very chilly. A federal judge has uh, ordered the Biden administration to lift Trump-era asylum restrictions that have been a cornerstone of enforcing the U.S. border since the beginning of COVID-19. U.S. District Judge Emmett Sullivan ruled in Washington that enforcement must end immediately for families and single adults, calling the ban arbitrary and capricious. The administration has not applied it to children traveling alone. Who let the mink out? It's a question authorities in northwest Ohio are asking. The sheriff in Van Wert blames vandals for setting thousands of mink free leaving about 10,000 of them still on the land, So many of the furry carnivorous mammals were killed while crossing a road. A plow was needed to clear the carcasses away. Yuck. The owner of Lion Farms estimates as many as 40,000 minks were set free from their cages, but workers were able to round up most of them. Area news reports suggest a group called Animal Liberation Front may be to blame for setting the mink free because someone left... A spray-painted message that read, ALF, meaning ALF, the uh, television character, and the phrase, We'll be back. So, this was in Ohio. I know a little bit about this, and I'm going to probably need to check my facts a little bit more, but I understand uh, when I was growing up, uh, when my brothers and I were growing up and, and living in Kingman, Yes, I understand that the uh, the rabbits we killed, and we, we, we went out and hunted a ton of jackrabbits. rabbits. Yeah. We would take them down to a place, uh, a big place down in the south part of town, and stack them in this huge, huge uh, um, building. And I said, what are they going to do with those, Dad? He said, they're going to feed them to minks, take them to a mink's farm. Now, it hasn't been politically correct for women to wear fur, right? Right, right. But apparently, there is an unending demand for mink, okay? Huh. How about that, 6:38 now. 6:37. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS, and it's time for our KNSS Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well good morning Steve and Jad. Well the live cattle
1: closed yesterday two-sided while the feeder cattle suffered large triple digit losses. January feeder cattle yesterday had a 21 session low and the March feeders a 20 session low. Now Friday's monthly cattle on feed report is expected to show the lowest October placements in 27 years. The lean hogs trade in closed positive yesterday with several contracts having triple digit gains. On the close yesterday, February live cattle were 50 cents higher at 153.05. January feeders down $2.42 at 177.02. and February lean hogs, $1.10 higher at $90.07. Now, Mexico bought U.S. corn and soybeans yesterday. The wheat, corn, and soybeans all closed positive after early negative trading. Some of their strength came yesterday as we had news reports late in the session yesterday of a Russian missile hitting in Poland and killing two people. There's still controversy over that this morning that it could have been a Ukrainian defense missile that done that. Now China's COVID cases continue to grow with over twenty thousand cases yesterday. Now this likely is contributing to the lower grain prices this morning. It is a negative for Chinese demand. December Kansas City wheats down seventeen and a half cents at nine dollars forty five and a half cents December corn down seven and a half at six fifty nine and a quarter January beans down thirteen cents at fourteen dollars forty four and a quarter. December Crude Oil is trading one penny higher now at $86.94. December Gold, $8.90 higher at 1785 December S&P unchanged at 3999 December Dollar Index, $0.36 cents lower at $105.93. And December Dow Jones Futures down two points at 33603 For commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using
3: 866-GO-TO-TOM. Sorry. How about it, Tom? Have You ever heard of a mink farm in Kansas? No, never really heard of one. Yeah. Never even seen one. I forget what they were giving us for the the rabbits that uh, my brothers and I killed out in Kingman County, but uh, they had a mink farm somewhere and they were raising them for obviously for their little their little their little skins, <laughs> fur, which would uh, you know be made into fashionable uh, costumes or whatever. But uh, not very politically correct anymore. So they got this big mink farm in Ohio. If you heard our story. And somebody turned, turned, them, turned, them all, turned them all loose, had 10,000 of these things running around. And uh, they ran over them on the highway so so thick that they had to get a scoop to get them off of there. So, <laughs> And they're car, 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 carnivorous, they eat meat. So there you go. Yeah, those people that was trying to do what they thought
1: was right for the minx really gave them a, yeah, probably a, lot. a yeah. very gruesome death.
3: Yeah, I think you're probably right. <laughs> they thought they meant, they probably meant well, but... Uh, Hey, listen. Uh, we got a story on this morning. I'm so excited about the big story this morning about Bucky's building yet another huge rest stop out in Texas on I-10. Where was it, Ted? Was it uh, Jad? Was it east of San Antonio or east of? Austin?
4: Yeah, it's between San Antonio and Houston. Yeah, on and I, and I-, I
3: know yeah. that. I- I'm very excited. I want to go down there and-, and be there for the grand opening. Are you are you a Bucky's fan? Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: I know what you're talking about, but I have never seen one or been at one.
3: All right, so I guess the road trip would be for you and me and, and Ted and Jad to get in uh, that fancy car of yours and drive down to Texas and see one of these things up close and personal.
4: But well,
1: now you're in pay for my gas, right? What?
4: Yes, Jad has said in he would. You're for my gas. Somebody would. Somebody will. <laughs> well, I can't go. Somebody has to run the board here yeah, if you guys well, are going to be doing a show. We're so. not going to
3: go during a show. We're just going on the weekend. But anyway. I think, yeah, I just, uh, a first, weekend trip to go to a <laughs> big convenience store. restroom. Well, you know, there's, there's a lot of excitement in our lives, you know. But I, I tell you one, the, one that, the first one I visited, I, I couldn't believe how many, uh, what do you call them? Stalls, or not stalls, but uh, gas pumps. You know, the little gas islands. Gas bays. So there's like 30 of them. And they're all busy, so I thought I'm going to go inside and check out this restroom. And the men's room, I, I it was around the uh, like, a three walls are covered with with urinals, and I, I counted 32 in there. Uh, <laughs> that's probably more supply than it demand demands, but uh, it was spotless. The place was spotless, and they sell everything: clothing, food, everything. <sighs> I think I better go to work for Bucky's. I do <laughs> all these free commercials. Uh, but that's not something. Well, maybe we've... we need one of those here in Augusta. Well, that would be great, wouldn't it? Right there on the turnpike. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see if our, our governor has been reelected. We can always uh, lobby her to get us some buckies in Kansas, right?
1: You
4: bet.
3: Oh, uh, well, give give the folks in Topeka something interesting to talk about.
4: Yeah, I'm sure that'll be their number one priority. Yeah.
3: Okay. <laughs> All right. Enough about buckies. Now, I can go into it about loves stops, but that's a different story. Okay. <laughs> You still there? I'm still here. I have a feeling you're just not with me this morning that you're thinking, when is this going to stop? Well, we'll stop it now.
4: Well, Thank it's, you. it's
1: a good thing we're not on TV because I've been
3: sitting there just laughing most of the oh, time. Oh, you have. You got the old silent chuckle going there, eh? Exactly. Didn't do us any good on radio. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tom. We'll check with you again tomorrow. 642, Steve at the end of the morning here on KNSS. Coming up, we got Don Grant, CFP the Money Tracker, How to Remain Calm when the markets plummet. That's coming up, Steve, at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Stephen 10 of the morning KNSS 647 on this Wednesday morning Three big things Three Pedestrians struck and killed by a car at Seneca and Haskell in South Wichita Two Donald Trump confirms it He'll run again for president One Republicans choosing leaders for the next congressional session Three Big Things, Steve and Ted on
4: KNSS. Traffic conditions in the Wichita area this morning right now. Actually looking pretty good out there. Really not seeing any big problems in traffic at the moment. Uh, Traffic volumes really are starting to pick up out there. Uh, We do have a stalled out vehicle northbound I-135. It's at the ramp from 21st Street. It is over on the shoulder. That area can be pretty... High traffic at this time of day. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers.
3: Sunny and cool today with a high of 38 degrees. Yesterday's high was 44. Mostly clear and cold tonight, the overnight low 20. Thursday, partly sunny with a slight chance for morning sprinkles. And a high tomorrow of 41 degrees. Now a clear sky, northwest wind at 14 miles per hour and 28 degrees. Stephen, 10 of the morning here on KNSS, and we had an up close on Wall Street Tuesday.
0: Markets moving higher after a second inflation report showed a slowdown in rising prices. The Dow higher by 56 points, the S&P 500 up by 34, the Nasdaq higher by 162. The producer price index, which measures inflation at the wholesale level, coming in lower than anticipated, boosting hopes for smaller rate hikes from the Federal Reserve. The measure for October coming in at 8 percent, below the 8.3 percent expected by the street. Tech and growth stocks saw the biggest gains today, while financials and health care were weak. Meanwhile, Walmart posting a strong quarter and announcing $20 billion in share buybacks. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News.
3: Ballot measures to build more affordable housing and protect tenants from soaring rent increases were plentiful and fared well in last week's midterm elections. The activity reflected growing angst over record-high rents exacerbated by inflation and a dearth of homes. The voters in three U.S. cities approved capping rent increases At below inflation, with the measure in the fourth city, leading it in the vote count. 6.50 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. How to remain calm when the markets plummet. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker with us this morning as always. Good morning, Don.
5: Good morning. There was really no place to hide during the last bear market. How did you handle it? Did you stick your head in the sand and stop looking at the statements? Did you get upset because you felt like you've lost money? Were there changes made to your investments? Or did you shrug it off as being temporary? There are successful methods to handle tough markets. To understand what to do when markets plummet, check in with history. You can't stick your toe in the same river twice. That means conditions around all markets will differ. However, while there are plenty of unknowns, there are knowns that can be exploited, Your certified financial planner professional can help you tweak to fit current conditions. Turn off the business news channels unless you can listen and learn objectively. Nothing gets some investors more ginned up to start trading than a TV pundit's fiery recommendations to buy, sell, or move from one sector to another. Resist the temptation to take action that would cost you in the long run. Remember, the business news pundit's are provocative to keep eyeballs on their channel. Take their observations and plug them into your own research method before buying or selling. Make changes that are warranted. Even if in the heat of battle, if you're an active trader, you probably have a sell price that most investments in your accounts are stuck to. Now stick to those conditions, whether the markets are up or down. If the investment steps into sell territory, don't be afraid to sell. Rebalance during times of market volatility. If you trust the allocation that you and your advisor developed and implemented when you were last reviewed on your accounts, keep those ratios active by regular rebalancing. That's particularly important when the markets are moving sporadically. Remember that market corrections are a part of the normal market cycle. They are nothing new. And we need to do the best that we can to mitigate volatility in a way that fits our particular investment situation. And, of course, if you have any questions, give me a call, number 634-2222. Just ask for me, Don Grant.
3: All right. Thank you, Don. Let's celebrate a birthday today. Adrian Byrne having a birthday, the Sedgwick County Health Director. And uh, we've had uh, Adrian on the show a number of times over the past couple, three years. Uh, She's been kind of helping us go through that pandemic. With the uh, information and uh, a crucial job as Sedgwick County Health Director over the past two or three years. Anyway, uh, she's having a birthday today, so happy birthday to Adrian Byrne. Today is National Fast Food Day. Food lovers get a dose of their favorite convenience food, whether they use the drive-in, drive-through, or to get it to go. Hmm. National Fast Food Day calls for us to uh, grilled, fried, and broiled menu staples. First popularized in the United States in the 1950s, fast food is considered any meal with low preparation time and served to a customer in a packaged form. Oh, that's okay. the definition of fast food. And they did—I uh, I presume those with drive-throughs did pretty well during the pandemic. You had to go someplace, and you couldn't <laughs> go inside. Uh, yeah, fast food. data. My, uh, I? My—I can't remember uh, McDonald's. I think the first one I remember in Wichita. Uh, was over on West Street, that was my my part of town, and that had to be, I guess that was in the early '60s that I remember that one. In the early and mid '60s, there was there was McDonald's, there was another one. Uh, and I'm just going to try to name a couple of three of these fast food chains. There was another one called Sandy's, and they had a, I think they had a Sandy's over maybe by North High, maybe one by East High. Hmm. But uh, yeah, I thought I liked them. I thought Sandy's was a real good fast food. Mm. What else has there been? Of course, Burger King came along, right, um, right, and we got Wendy's. I'm trying to name a few. These anyway. That's uh, quite a quite a change in Americans' eating habits. So we used to just go home and uh, whatever mom uh, mom had cooked for us, <laughs> there it was. And on occasions, special occasions, once or twice a month, maybe. We'd go on the weekend to, to a nice restaurant or something. but uh,
4: We've had some food. of them start here, right here in Wichita, haven't you, we? I mean, mm, White Castle. Oh, White Castle? White Castle, which I've never
3: tasted, and I don't think anybody in Wichita has ever tasted a White Castle burger. But <laughs> it originated here.
4: That's true. And, uh, of course, uh, Pizza Hut. You're going to call that fast food, though? Sure. Okay. Put Pizza Hut in there, then. Yeah,
3: You're be at a Fast Food Hall of Fame. <laughs> Celebrate fast food today. Uh, and while you're at it... Uh, Maybe you can go to one of our local eateries for some fast food because they do it. Right. Well. They do it too, and they do it well. <laughs> they do it pretty
4: well. All right. Yeah.
3: All right, Stephen, ten of the morning here on KNSS six fifty-five. Now coming up top of the hour, seven o'clock news this morning. Republicans choosing leaders for the next Congress. We have the story that's on the way. Stephen, Ted of the morning here on KNSS.
4: Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment Advisory Services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC. An affiliate of Kestra IS. Fortis Advisors is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS.